Today we consider the ongoing market volatility. It's been one of those weeks they happen, unfortunately. There seems to be a perfect storm of negative news stories and markets have got the jitters. First, there's the mounting conflict on the Russia-Ukraine border, the implications of which are tremendous, never mind the potential imminent war. It has also revealed just how vulnerable the divided West now is. Then there is the triple threat emanating from the Federal Reserve as it faces the challenge of inflation, which is now very real and present, even if you use the central bank definitions. Asset price inflation has been rampant for decades. Now it has spread into consumer prices. So why do I say triple threat from the Fed? Here is why. One, there is a likelihood that interest rates go up. Then there is the tapering, that is the Fed reducing the amount of money it prints to buy financial assets. Thirdly, there's so-called quantitative tightening, QT, whereby the Fed actually sells off some of the $9 trillion in assets it currently holds. Whether the Fed will follow through with this triple threat remains to be seen. The Federal Reserve didn't raise interest rates on Wednesday. They delayed again, but said such a move will soon be appropriate, whatever that means. March seems likely. Tighter policy will be needed to control inflation, Jerome Powell has said. But how tight can the Fed go? Not very, is the answer. Wall Street is addicted to stimulus. Goldman Sachs has argued that the Fed will need to hike four times this year, while the respected market historian Russell Napier estimates that 1.5% is as much as the economy can take. Currently, we stand at zero. Add to this perfect storm the unwinding of one of the most incredible bull markets we've ever seen in history, the tech bubble or bull market of the last 10 years. Your choice of word will depend on whether you were invested or not. And you can see why it's been such a gruesome week. The big names in the Nasdaq propped up the index in the latter part of last year, while the non-mega caps were in decline. But in 2022, even the once seemingly impervious big names like Amazon, Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Google, have taken a battering. And of course, in the land of Bitcoin, another crypto winter is upon us, though I'm impressed by the way Bitcoin's been steadily rallying this week. Times like this, however, can be very instructive. What holds up best will be the place to be when the inevitable rebound comes. And what was holding up best are metals and energy, at least until Powell made his speech on Wednesday. Usually when you get these periodic pops of the everything bubble, you would expect them to sell off, and harshly too. They sold off a bit, but nothing like what we've seen in tech. And why is this bad news for Powell? Because the rising prices of metals and energy, especially energy, lead to a very apparent rise in the cost of living and will likely make their presence felt in the forthcoming consumer price inflation data, putting more pressure on Powell to tighten. Both Brent and WTI crude remain around $85 a barrel, seven years high. 
Uh, the same goes for heating oil and gasoline. Natural gas always seems to do its own thing, but it's making a low after its October to December sell-off. They've been strong, turning to the metals in the base category, the uptrends in lead, iron ore, zinc, aluminium, they're all intact. Nickel, to an extent too, some have been more volatile than others, nickel especially, but the broader trend is upwards. They took a bit of a hammering after Powell's announcement. Copper is still in consolidation mode after its bonanza 2020 and the first half of 2021, but it's holding up near its multi-year highs. Platinum and palladium especially are going strong. And so were the perennial disappointers and precious metals until Powell spoke and then gold and silver got hammered. But the short of it is this, it looks like base metals and energy are going to have a pretty good 2022. They are the place to be. And the simplest way to play this is to own a company I've touted many times before and continue to tout, BHP Group, uh, ticker symbol BHP on the LSE, which is diversified across the energy and metal sec sectors. Or you might consider BlackRock World Mining Trust, that's BRWM, or the BlackRock Energy and Resources Income Trust, BERI, or the iShares Oil, Gas and Exploration Production ETF, uh, SPOG, all on the LSE. These are all low-risk ways to play the ongoing bull markets in metals and energy. Thanks very much for watching. Please subscribe to the channel. I'll be back with another video very soon. Until then, goodbye. And good for you, huh?